All right. I guess it's. Oh, it's already started recording. <laughs> yeah, he's on. <laughs> well, it just starts automatic. All right. Well, fuck it. I'm staying in. I'm I'm I'm, I'm leaving this because I, I people need to hear how much of a fuck up I can be sometimes. Um, That's the point of the show. You are listening to The Fuss. The Fuss is brought to you by shitty couches that get pawned off to you when you don't really want them or didn't really need them. Uh, Fuss stands for Fully Uncensored Stupid Shit. My name is Mike Sargent. I'm your host of all of this stupid shit. And today, believe it or not, believe it or not, I brought a dog on. (laughs) My mailman was by the door. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dogs. Fucking mothers fucking, and dogs. Fucking dogs. <laughs> Minnie. God damn. <laughs> uh, any other time she's quiet and then the mailman walks by and she wants to be. All right. <laughs> Perfect Fuck, fucking time. <laughs> Ruining everything. <laughs> you ruined everything. You can't even go to the pub because of you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now that the dog is quiet, I've actually got a a a, a, a human guest, uh, and <laughs> this guest is in the form of a very lovely, very funny, very very entertaining and intelligent, wonderful, sassy human being by the name of Ashley Ash Coc. Go ahead and say hello to my audience of one. First off, you are giving me way too much credit, but I will totally take it. <laughs> then what? Well, you'll take it and you'll like it. But, hey guys, I'm Ashley, mostly known as Frogger. Don't ask any fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> See how magical she can be? <laughs> okay, so... Here's the dynamic of of our little friendship. Uh, we first met each other over on a sober living page. Uh, she and I are, are both sober. You're sober for three years now, is that right? Yes. Yes. And I've been sober for five years, uh, uh, counting uh, from January twenty for August 29th. So we got uh, got to talking through the sober living. We kind of developed this friendship. But what really created this interesting dynamic over, over our friendship was our, uh, was our absolute entertaining fascination of serial killers. It was like, like oh, you like serial killers too? Who's your favorite? <laughs> like, we're talking about Ted Bundy, we're talking about A.J. Holmes and uh, uh, Ed Gein and H.B.K. and John Wayne Gacy. You know the classics, and totally uh, normal conversation. Absolutely. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Except now, if we kind of get bugged by somebody, it's like, well, you want to fucking put them in the trunk of the car? You know, I've got duct tape. I've, you know, <laughs> and like, well, I've got a couple of shovels and a flashlight. It's like, awesome, Luke. We can get this shit going. You know, we'll just have an alibi, and uh, you know, our alibi will be something like, you know, we were just we were at the casino, like fucking rolling dice and hitting the slots, and we don't know what happened to that maid. 
best part of that is too, like we never even question why one of us would have a shovel or a tape in the trunk. No, <laughs> it's just like a given. It's like, oh yeah, you bet. You better have a shovel and have a shovel and a flashlight. Like, I need you. I, I need you on my side on this, motherfucker. <laughs> it's just like the expected norm between us. Like, oh, like oh, you brought that shovel again, didn't you? <laughs> sure did. All right. <laughs> we are so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make sure that 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 both of the tail lights are working? Because we don't want to get pulled over. You know? Yeah, and, there is no uh, Ted Bundy here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, Someone's gonna have to. Yes, and and one of us is riding shotgun. One of us is driving. Whoever's riding shotgun gets to play the radio because you know you need to enjoy your work, and uh, you know you you don't want to take your serial killing into a job because that's when it kind of gets boring and monotonous and then that's how you get caught you know you need to have fun while you're doing your shit someone's gonna listen to this and be like they are the two most fucked in the head people and we're scared of them <laughs> no you know Thank there's also you know what's really scary is that there's probably somebody that will listen to this and they're taking notes <laughs> Thank God like, they don't what? know about your life, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> if my life coach ever listens to this, I am super fucked. She's like, I'm gonna have to start charging you because you need help that charges by the hour. <laughs> Ta-da! Now she becomes your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> the therapist slash fucking police informant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of killing, <laughs> you were telling me something earlier. Like, we need to talk about. Um, oh, I gotta look at it right now. Uh, oh gosh. Children in jail time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My children in jail time. It's like, <laughs> I, oh, here it is. I really feel we need to do a piece on children and how we'd prefer jail time sometimes over the children. <laughs> well, you know, you, I mean, you know my little brother. He's nine, I'm 31. Some days I sit there and all I can do is just like, breathe, Ash. Breathe before you go to jail. But it's, it's a, a warm cotton three meals you can do it <laughs> like, <laughs> i know man like three hots in a cot you, you i mean you've got you've got you they they put you on a regulated time you know so you're on you're on a you're on a fixed schedule you know and all you have to do all you gotta do is just take that pillow put it right over his face while he's asleep <laughs> apply the right pressure and gravity and next thing you know, you know, you've got you you'll 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 be you have an access to the yard. You can do you can play handball with the other inmates. You know, you <laughs> might get a you might get a really good tattoo. Um, or you uh, might not. You, well, you know, they'll teach you how to make a shiv. <laughs> and there's weight benches, so you know you'd be able to get your exercise on. I mean, it, it's on. just it's just that that time in the morning where like 
you know, I wake them up for school and get them ready. You know this, but the mm -hmm. audience doesn't. I wake him up to get ready, and he's like, he'll be 10 soon. So he's hitting that, like, early preteen, because you know the kids grow, like, fucking crazy in this generation. So he's, he's hitting that preteen year already, and he's got the attitude, and it took me, like, 40 minutes to wake him up today. And all I could do was sit there, my eye twitching. <laughs> 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 Oh my God, today is one of those days where I'm going to need to breathe before I kill you. And he's like, dum, 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 Like, taking his time, he's in Lowe's world. He's in, like, you know, his own little, like, delusional, daydreaming world where, you know, it's his own fantasy world. And we got to be at the house by 8.45. His school starts super late and it's like 8.30 something and he hasn't even gotten dressed yet. He hasn't like even eaten breakfast yet. And I'm like, he's trying to talk to me and have a conversation. I'm like, well, I've been trying to wake you up for 45 minutes now. I'm like, you haven't dressed yet or you haven't even gotten your breakfast yet. And there goes my eye twitching. <laughs> like. <laughs> And he's like, I'm just going to tell you something. I'm like, I'm going to kill you. I am. I am. <laughs> like, please take me to jail. <laughs> but I, I know parents have that day. I know guardians or whoever. Like, some days you're like, if I could just <laughs> have a vacation in jail. <sighs> what mean this like word for all I give a shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> and you see, I don't have, I don't have kids and I don't have a kid brother because you know my brother and I were both grown but there was one time like uh, years ago and I was staying over at a friend's house and my friend and his wife they had at this time they had three little girls okay and the youngest was three years old and they had gotten her like you know like one of those play school kitchen sets you know so you can play like you're cooking and stuff like that and they give you like actual utensils like they give you a like knife a fork a spoon you know and they're supposed to be safe but by god holy fuck they are not because <laughs> because at that time i was i was still a drinker and we were having glasses of wine and i didn't feel like driving so he so he's like well we'll let you crash on the couch they brought me a blanket brought me a pillow and my friend, just before he shuts off the light, he says, uh, by the way, if you need to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you know, just kind of watch where you step. Now, to me, that sounded like, you know, I don't want you to stub your fucking toe on the coffee table, you know, because they had this granite, they had a big granite coffee table. And that's what it sounded like to me. He's like, well, I don't want to stub my toe on the coffee table. What he really meant is, that this fucking living room is like a mine field, okay? And I got up in the middle of the night to go take a piss, and I stepped on the fork. And the fork, I and I didn't know that I had stepped on it. I didn't know what I had stepped on. I just knew that I had stepped on something. There was a huge sharp pain that shot straight from my foot all the way up to my brain. And my brain immediately was like, shut this shit down now. And... I hobbled over to the kitchen, which was right next to the living room, turned on the light to see what I'd stepped on, because I was like, man, did I step on a tack or what? And I see that plastic fork, and it is still embedded in my foot. Like, that's how sharp this fucking thing was. 
I was like, my forks at my house are not this fucking sharp. And this thing just like impaled me. And I pulled this thing out of my foot and it was the, it was the one of the worst pains I'd ever felt. And immediately I wanted to wipe out that whole fucking family. I was like, I'm gonna kill my friend, I'm gonna kill his wife, and I love them both, but they gotta die, and I'm gonna take the kids with them. Because, the, you know, like, I was thinking about, I was thinking about those stories about, like, the mom that straps to her kids in, in the back seat, and then hits neutral, and then pushes the car into the lake, and I thought, you know what, I get it. I absolutely get it. <laughs> like, in that one fucking moment, it was like, yeah, I was ready to take out an entire fucking family just because I stepped on some kid's fucking toy. You're about to Susan Smith, the whole family, that's, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was getting ready to do. I was like, I was like, I was like, Susan, this one's for you. And like, do a kiss up to God, and there I go. <laughs> As you go down the hell, like... <laughs> Like, sent, like, I get sent down to hell. It was fucking worth it! <laughs> Fuck you and your plastic little fork. <laughs> Fuck you, play school! <laughs> I wonder how many complaints they get. Make your forks less sharp. Thank you, you fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my god. Like, like my, my, my daughter got upset with me because she didn't get Cheerios and she wound up getting cornflakes. And then this morning I woke up and there she is with the fork right there in my face saying, Daddy, I don't love you anymore. And I thought, holy shit, I've got Damien from the goddamn omen. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like, you, you might not have kids, but you get, you, you have cats. That's about the same level to me. Oh, cats are fucking, cats are serial killers. Cats are fucking horrible. Like, I've got cats two of the little son of bitches. Oh, they are. They're fucking, like, like, I've heard some people that are like, I love my cats. It's like, well, I love my cats too, but that didn't keep them from being assholes. You know? <laughs> it's like, and you, like, my mom loved my dad. My dad's been gone since 94, you know, and I miss him like crazy, and I know my mom misses him more, but, you know, that kept, that never kept my mom and dad from fighting. And my mom was like, you are a piece of shit sometimes. You know that, Phil? I was like, you know, well, I guess that's true love. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a, two cats. One's three. will be three in October. The other one is a kitten. He just turned six months. And, and I love them. Don't get me wrong. You know I'm an animal person. I got a dog. I got a chinchilla. My house is a zoo. Kid included. <laughs> but... Oh my goodness, the cats are a whole nother being. They don't give a shit. No, no, there are no fucks given. You know, like when they when they just, like, they knock shit over on the counter, it's like, guess what, that shit belongs on the fucking floor now. How do you like that? Hey, I just took a nut, I just took a fresh dump over in the litter box. Guess who gets to clean it, Mom? <laughs> no, and my, my favorite part is when, like, I'm literally cleaning the litter box and they're watching me. And as soon as I like fill it up and put it back to its place, they jump in there and shit in it. And I'm like, you guys couldn't even keep like clean, like, keep this clean for like a second. You were holding in your massive shit to ruin the beautiful <laughs> of this little box that's freshly clean. Look, the master has finished cleaning our shit box. Guess what time it is? But that like I, they literally they, they stalk me as I clean the, the litter boxes, and it's like. 
they, they hold it all in, I swear to God. It's like they know I'm going to clean it. They're like, oh, you, you hold your shit in until she's done. You understand me? <laughs> yeah, 30 more seconds. 30 seconds, Boots. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> right? Like, you hold on, Blue. You hold that shit. You clench those cheeks. And as soon as it's in place, they're fighting over the boxes. Because we have two of them. Because there's two cats. And it's like... They're both like struggling to get in the boxes, and, and, and it's like, damn, this shit wasn't even clean for five minutes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you want to? Uh, here, here's something that you and I can definitely relate to because we own cats. Okay. You hear? You want to hear the scariest sound to ever hear in the fucking middle of the night? Scariest sound to hear in the middle of the night. You ready? <laughs> 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 it's like, well, I'm not walking out of here barefoot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know what the worst part is? Is okay, like you have one dog, Minnie, and I've got two dogs. You hear that kind of sound, you know? You're like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, the cat just got sick. But then the worst part about that, the even bigger terror, is hearing this. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm raising barbarians. It's to like, self-service. In a, in a way, yeah, it kind of is. It's like, man, that's so fucking gross. But hey, props to the cleanup crew. I really appreciate that. <laughs> my dog, my dog will puke and try to eat it. I have to stop her from it. Boots, Boots is like your typical cat. He'll he'll like throw up a hairball and then be disgusted by it. Like, just be like, oh, even his facial expression. He'll be like, hey, I don't know what is that is, but like, ah, get it away. Then <laughs> 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 he comes in and it's like, hmm. Like, no, we ain't doing all this. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, dogs don't give a shit. Oh, God. It's, it's fucking so fucking... Oh, it's annoying as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. So, uh, the topic I was going to talk to Ash about, other than, you know murdering siblings and and you know just uh and, and figuring out plans and by the way to all the future cellular killers out there fucking have a plan don't do shit just on a whim you're an asshole for doing that show your victim that you cared show them that you had a plan in place so that they understand wow i was really uh, i i, I uh, this guy really this person really thought about me you know? <laughs> Have a plan in place. You know? Don't be messy. Fucking put some pride into your work. Don't act like you're fucking doing some shitty 10 minute podcast. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. That's an insight thing. I'm not saying no, that. It's an insight thing, but goddamn. <laughs> Put some pride in your work. <laughs> yeah, we can't have that. Oh, no. Uh, but anyways, the topic that I was going to talk to Ash about is, um, uh, for those who don't know, I work overnight. And I work overnight uh, uh, 
uh, doing retail. Uh, I'm, I actually kind of do remod. I'm responsible for pissing, for all of the people that go shopping over at big box stores and stuff like Target, Walmart, whatever. I am the one that you can be pissed off at because I'm the one that's responsible for pissing you off because I take all the shit that you're familiar where it is and I move it into another fucking place at the store. And that's my fucking job security. So anybody who's like, why the fuck do you people do that? Because it brings me a fucking income. Keep your fucking mouth shut and go find your Cheerios. Plus he wants to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking go find something different, motherfucker. Like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> well, I came here to find cornflakes, but... You know, now I'm in the granola section, which I thought was the cereal section at the time. Surprise, and, motherfucker. <laughs> damn right. Milk is in the freezer now. How do you like that? <laughs> Ice cube dairy. Um, now, Ash has also worked in, in the customer service area. Oh, God bless. <laughs> and uh, you worked in a pharmacy. I did. I worked in a pharmacy for almost seven years. That was the worst mistake of my life, actually, but (laughs) one of the worst. (laughs) What other jobs did you do beyond pharmacy? I mean, did you ever have like a string of jobs that you that you that you just did? Not not really. I basically I worked seven years in the pharmacy for a corporation and I taught children for a little over a year and then I played nanny for a while and currently I'm building my own business so <laughs> but and a majority see, folks, that's god damn see that that's the American dream folks is that you fucking do your own fucking business you know it doesn't make it any easier but you can at least say if you're if you tell your boss to fuck off you have to say okay <laughs> Tell myself to fuck off. That's about it right now. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Fuck you, I'm taking a personal day. Okay. Hey, let me tell you something. Building a business is not fucking... You you got these people out here, like these gurus and inspiration, whatever the fuck the social term is anymore. I don't even know. I can't keep up with it. I don't understand it, but like the Instagram inspiration in, in whatever the fuck it is in the YouTube videos of, of the popular people that, that give all the... It's hard as Oh, fuck. influencers. There you go. Couldn't think of the that's, word, but I was close. That's, that's <laughs> such... I, I can't stand that shit. It's like, okay, so you basically do nothing and produce nothing. Well, when it comes to YouTube videos, I can kind of understand because I, I watch YouTube videos and I watch the ones that have some real good content over it. And I kind of like, I like the idea that those people are making money off of making that content. I absolutely appreciate that. But when you're an Instagram model, it's like, you don't do shit. You flash your tits and you flash your ass and then people fucking pay you for it. I was like, that's just softcore porn. (laughs) I mean, that's the way they get their money. I mean, more props to them. But you got people out here that like are teaching you the influencers are, are teaching you how to run a business and the thing is like these people some of them not all of them because i, I don't want to take it away from everybody but some of them have had help 
like you know you have the kardashians as one that like become billionaires well them motherfuckers were rich from from fucking fetus like you, you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah i mean like it's not like it's not like they started from the fucking ground up okay first of all like uh, first it comes from the fucking jenners you know the, the fucking dude was a goddamn athlete he was an olympic athlete you know, the dude, he was on a fucking Wheaties box, for Christ's sakes. And then if you just talk about Kim Kardashian, it's like, look, you just cashed out on a fucking sex tape. You know, you cashed out on a sex tape that you did with Ray J, and you learned how to capitalize on it. I mean, like, good for Shit. you that you that you got fucked on camera and you made a profit off of it, but listen, like, you know, don't, don't act like, like, you know, this is some... You know, it's a de facto business or whatever. You know, don't act like you know, like oh well, we're <laughs> professionals and did all this. Like no, you're not. You fucking shake your ass and you show off your tits. That's what you're. That's what you're good for, and that's what you do. Look, Pornhub pays for personal videos, y'all. Get out there and get in it. <laughs> Goddamn right. You know, I have been practicing on masturbation for a lifetime. You know, ever since I hit puberty and I realized, oh my God, you mean this stuff works? You know, the moment that I did that, and now that Pornhub is out there, like, we'll pay you to jerk off. It's like, well, shit, I'm good at that. I mean, I just need a sponsor. That's what, shit, that's what I'm saying. They said they'll pay for your own homemade videos. So, I mean, if you're trying to get paid, I, <laughs> I mean, what, shit. Get paid for having fun. They pay pretty good chunk of change. I don't know for personal experience, but you know. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no. She, she <laughs> Ashley is but, an angel, ladies and gentlemen. She I has am. not. She she has nothing but pure thoughts in her head. Uh, her her presence is 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 as pure as newly fallen snow. See exactly. I'm I am like well not snow. I'm more like the yellow snow you shouldn't eat, but like. <laughs> I don't know if you do it if you do it on Pornhub, you might find some good customers and you might Shit. attract a hell of an audience. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you got these people look at two girls, one cup, them motherfuckers. People were out there having fun with them. Shit. Have you I ever, can have, yellow snow. You, I'll eat that yellow snow. <laughs> did you ever see two girls, one cup? I don't want to get into that discussion. I watched uh, like that was a yes or no it. question. And, <laughs> it's only a one-minute show. <laughs> I remember a, a good friend, of, a, a really good friend of mine. His name is Charles, and uh, he's now married, has a kid. But I used to subject him to some of the worst shit. Like one day he came oh. over, and I hadn't seen him in a while. And I said, "What do you want to do?" And he goes, "Oh, let's just hang out and." watch like youtube videos and watch people getting hurt because it was like all right sounds good and then one at one time i said hey man have you ever seen two girls one cup because i've heard of it and i said holy shit so i turned on the camera and uh i have a youtube channel called the fuss and uh, that video is on there and we watched three shock videos and first one that we watched was two girls one cup and his reaction is fucking priceless because <laughs> and ash when we get done with it when we get done with this episode i'm gonna send you the link i mean you're not gonna see you know the videos you're just gonna get to see his reaction because his reactions had me dying laughing 
Well, I he thought he's like, man, that was here's the best part though. Here's the very best part, which I absolutely appreciated, was that you know the 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 video itself is only about a minute, minute and a half long. And when it got done, I go, I was like, I just love the music. The music's so romantic, isn't it? And he goes, he goes, that was absolutely disgusting. And I said, yeah, okay. And he goes, he goes, can I see it again? And I was like, oh God. I was like, I remember why you're my friend. And I was like, all right, yeah, we'll give him a second helping. And we watched it again. And I even told him, I was like, dude, I've seen it so many times, it doesn't even shock me anymore. <laughs> It's like I'm desensitized to two girls, one cup. I saw it like <clears throat> a couple seconds in, and I was like, "Yeah, I will a huge pass on this video. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea." Well, if you hated that one, have you ever seen? Have you ever heard of two girls, one finger? I don't even want to know. By the okay. sounds of it, I probably do. <laughs> you would. <laughs> If you didn't like Two Girls, One Cup, you're probably not going to be a fan of Two Girls, One Finger. And, Who the fuck uh, comes up with this shit? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I, it, I don't know, but I have to say, in a way, I'm so glad because that the, the experience that I had sharing with, with Charles was so priceless because I asked the flat after he saw his second help in the Two Girls, One Cup, I go, I said, uh, I said, you want to see another one? And he goes, yeah okay <laughs> i was like oh god so i sent it so i showed him two girls one finger that one he did not want a second helping of but man he was <laughs> everything about it and that was a little longer that's about like two two and a half minutes long and he was like jesus christ but he says why do they put this out on the internet and i said for the very reason i'm showing it to you because i love seeing the reaction yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then the worst one and like because we watched we watched three and uh the third one was one called uh uh oh god what was it called it was called glass ass okay <laughs> now this one i'm gonna describe to you and oh it maybe and it makes me laugh because it, it makes me really laugh because I said, okay, this one's called Glass Ass, and I try to explain it, explain to him how I heard about it, and I heard about it from another podcast called Spodcast, which is hosted by Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier. And so he, so Charles and I are watching it, and here's what it is: this guy, he is there's a a, a pickle jar, okay? It's a small pickle jar. Um, and uh the guy has no pants on so he's squatting down so it's kind of full frontal you don't see his face all you're seeing is the waist below okay so he's squatting down and the, the first thing that charles does he goes like <laughs> he goes man what's wrong with his dick <laughs> and i go and I, and, uh, and to me, it was like, there's really nothing wrong with his dick because it's uncircumcised, it, it's uncircumcised and the guy is flaccid, okay? So he's not erect. And I was like, but the thing that I was looking at was like, there's all these, they're not warts, but there's all these weird bumps along his ass cheeks. 
And I go, man, what's wrong with his ass? And he goes, oh, yeah, that doesn't look right either. And there's, he's squatting down. Now, the pickle jar, uh, the, the lid is, is screwed on, okay? It's empty. And that's really important. It's an empty pickle jar. And he's squatting over. And he is slowly but surely letting uh, gravity take its course as his ass starts to envelope, envelop this pickle jar, okay? And Charles and I are watching it. He's like, whoa. <laughs> He's like just fascinated by it. And it's getting up there, it's getting up there, it's getting up there, and then you hear a pop. And that pop is the sound of the pickle jar breaking inside of his ass. And I don't need to tell you what happens about a glass jar breaking inside of your asshole. And he spent the rest of the video is of him trying to pick glass out of his ass. And yeah, that doesn't seem healthy. Yeah, it's it's not pretty at that point. And I mean, like <laughs> Charles <laughs> kept the same facial expression for the duration of the video after that. His face did not change one bit. And you can see me, I'm like just like freaking out like not freaking out but like i do like this kind of fat man jiggle like because it just gives me the, the willies watching it because there's a lot of blood and it, it that's the end of the <laughs> and he goes he goes and at one point charles is uh is like maybe he gets off on that and i go oh no i'm like there's no way that feels good at all to anybody because that looked fucking painful as fuck. I mean, you're pulling out broken glass out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when when we get done with this, I'll 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 send you the link. Like I said, you're not oh, seeing please. any of you're not seeing any of the, you're only seeing his reaction, and you're seeing my reaction to his reaction. And it's it's <laughs> awesome. And this is a it's an old video too. Like so. Like, you know, if people thought that I was fat now, they should have seen me, but they'll, they'll go over onto my YouTube channel to fuss and look for it. You'll see how big of an asshole I really was. But, um, anyways, going you know, back to, what's up? You know, before we get on to a different topic real quick, this okay. is related. I had a friend, I have a, like a, a girl chat, right? And okay. it's called Daddy's Little Cum Dumpsters. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is exactly, truth in advertising. <laughs> it's exactly as it sounds. Like, we're a bunch of my female friends and myself, and we take unsolicited dick pics, and we share them with one another, and we make fun of it. Okay? So, for any man that sends a dick pic, just know there's a girl group chat that's making fun of your ugly dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's like seven of us in this girl group chat, <clears throat> okay? Now, we're not like your, your, you know, catty, gossipy girls, but like, we talk about a lot of sex in there, of course, just by the name of it. Well, the one girl sent us a video, and it was of a man fucking himself. And it was <laughs> the most... Wait, wait, wait what, what? Fucking yes. himself? Yes, yes. It was the most interesting, complicated, 
and weird thing I've seen in a long time. He literally bent his dick back and sat on his own dick and put it in his ass. <laughs> How did he do that? <laughs> oh my god! Like you mean he's okay? Okay, I'm gonna let people know. I'm really kind of telling on myself about how short my dick is by saying like, how did he stretch his dick that long to reach that far into his asshole? Like I even mean, just the tip. It it wasn't like it is a fairly decent size, but like he lubed up his asshole in the camera, like it, he was recording it. Like, moved it up in front of the backwards, sat on it, and rode his own dick. And I was just like, I told my friend, why did you? And I'm like, bending my head watching this video because he's literally riding his own dick, getting off and riding his own cock. Like, <laughs> oh my god. That shit Where did he get that shit? <laughs> okay, here's the thing it's like, that guy had to practice. That guy had trial and error. That guy had finally achieved the goal, and for, and then finally, finally, after after enough times, he realized, okay, I think I'm ready for camera time, and decided, <laughs> and decided to put that out over on the ethos. Like, ladies, I'm single. <laughs> no, no, no. At that rate, you don't need nobody. You can fuck your own self. Well, no, that's true. <laughs> but think about it. When someone tells you to go fuck yourself, you could just be like, "Bitch, I already been fucking myself." <laughs> yeah, honey. But like, th if I bounce on my ass four more times, I don't fucking need you. <laughs> I can shoot this not all up inside myself, and it's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but to me, like, I want to know that guy's story. Like, I want to find out who did that video, and I'm gonna be like. When did you first realize you could stick your dick inside yourself? Or like, were you just sitting there and like bent it backwards by accident and it tickled your asshole or something? Because I need to know these things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, like you sat down and you were long enough that it kind of like that, you know, like one day you were like doing a somersault and like, <laughs> like you were doing a backward somersault and somehow your dick just kind of got caught up in the crack of your ass and you're like, oh, hey, I kind of like this. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I want to know the backstory of that. Like, what made you, and I'm not kink shaming nobody because I'm not a kink shamer. Like, I, I'm, I'm free love out there. Like, whatever you want to do that gets you off, do it. But like, I'm curious to know, like, how you found out that you could fuck your own self? Yeah, it's it's like I mean, you know, some people like discover like a hidden talent. You know, like hey, I can bend my fingers backwards. You know, <laughs> to a certain thing. Hey, I can I can pull my I I can twist my eyelids inside out, or I can touch my nose with my tongue. And I'm like, oh yeah, guess what I can do? <laughs> Y'all want to see a real good party trick? Okay, everybody, everybody gather around. Watch it. It's like, oh my God, Richard's taking his pants off. What are you doing? It's like, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just hear it and just watch it out. Just watch it. Come on. All right. All right. Now, everybody, like, and then he like, t he looks at his friend. He's like, Tom, start the music. You know, it, because you got to play something, you know, so starts playing Barry White. Oh, I can't get enough of your love, babe. You know, and he starts... He starts tucking around, and he starts reaching, 
And like all the guys are like, oh, oh shit. And like the women are just kind of horrified too because they're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Now let's think about the mechanics of this, okay? Because you really got to be a hell of an engineer to understand this. And you know, any any adult that's that's listening to this, I hope it's nothing but adults that are listening to this. Because if you're a child and you're listening to this, you need to go back to fucking school. You need fucking help. But anyone else listening to this, let's think about the male human anatomy down there. Okay? You have the shaft. You have the head. You have underneath it two very lovely testicles. Okay? Now you now have to reach. You have to reach your penis, and nobody, and nobody can see this. But like, I'm like kind of motioning my hand down my, not down my pants, but but along, along wow. in front of my, along in front of my pants. I'm not like touching it. I'm giving me we a break. We don't but need I'm, you to tickle your own asshole either. I'm not. T- hey, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my mom. So, anyways, Whoa. like, <laughs> but like. I'm I'm thinking about the mechanics of it, like, your dick has got to be long enough that it's got to go, you know, like, up and over the the ball sack before it even gets to that area. It's got to go, it's got to, it's got to go past the gooch, you know, the perineum, it's, it's finally got to get to the crack of your ass, and then it's got to find its way straight into your rectum. I was like, that is, that's... That is not just hidden talent. That has been talent that he has worked on for years. And <laughs> I and I'm I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts he did that just so he could have a party trick to show people. You know, and like everybody's just kind of surrounded, and he, there he is on his knees, and he's kind of tucking everything in and kind of going up. And I'm willing to bet that there's uh, like everybody was at first horrified like holy jesus like fucking ted what are you doing (laughs) you know and then i'm willing to bet if he kept going at it and started stroking in i'm willing to bet both men and women if they're there and they haven't run away you're there because they want to see completion they're they're looking at it like okay i'll you you're you're already you know you're already you know in for a penny, in for a pound. So, you know, go, Ted, go. You know, start cheering for him. <laughs> that brings up a whole new meaning to masturbation. I bet you Pornhub would pay for that shit. You know, and would that be would that be masturbation or would that be anal sex? It'll be like anal based. It. I don't know. <laughs> anal sex. <laughs> Like a whole new fucking word made up and shit. Like it started as masturbation. Like he was jerking it off, and then all of a sudden, whoop, right in his asshole. I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> I, I, you know, the way you describe it, it, as weird as a guy that I am, I actually have to see that video at least once, just to see it once and be like, "Okay, I kind of, uh, you know, like, I'll be like, well." I, I asked for it, and that's exactly what I thought it was going to look like. <laughs> it's not like a, a, it's not like a sexualized video. Like you know, she, I thought she said it because like we sent a lot of sexual videos to the group. Like, oh look at this guy. Oh, like you know what I mean. Like, oh look at this girl. Like, and you know, a lot of dick pics what we send because 
we're just like, oh, look at this small dick, or like, look at this weird ass dick, like. <laughs> look at this weird ass dick. <laughs> but um, look how it curves like a boomerang. <laughs> that, that's pretty much what we say. Like, we're like, if it curves, we're like, damn, that shit look like a boomerang, like. <laughs> but um, she was like, hey guys, this video was sent to me from someone. You have to check it out, and I'm like. Look and I click on it and I'm like, I hope she don't like, this isn't like some sexual ass video, like one of these things that, you know, you get hot and heavy over or whatever. And I started watching, <laughs> I was like, whoa, what is he doing? And then he sat on a stool, like when he sat, when he started tucked in like a like almost like a roly-poly like a squirrel in hibernation and then no. oh my god now i really no. want to see this <laughs> he like he like sat down like he, he started jerking in the camera and then like he flipped it back and tickled his asshole with it <laughs> and then he slipped it in after he looped up his asshole in the in the camera and then he sat on a chair and bounced on his own dick and i was like what? <laughs> but it's like, you're, you're so like, it was so weird how he did it. Like I had to finish the video. It was like a three minute video. And I was like, I got to see what happens out of this. <laughs> yeah, I got to see. I, like I'm already in this, you know, I'm all in and so is he. So I, like, I got to, I got to see what, I got to see the end game. I got to see the conclusion. They didn't, really, oh they didn't really show anything. Like, he just shows that he could fuck himself. And that was that. I was like, damn, like, if this man jizzes himself, I'm like, I'm over this whole ass video. <laughs> like, oh my God. It, it, I'm going to send you the link to this, to the reaction with Charles. You've got to talk to your friends and see if they can find that video so you can send it to me. Because I've got to see that. I'm I'm so curious about shit like that. It's like that's 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 worth. Like I said, that's worth watching at least once. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank you for that descriptive video. <laughs> uh, let's get over to the. <laughs> I'm not gonna. The topic we're gonna talk about now completely pales in, in the description of the guy who fucked himself in the ass. Oh. <laughs> uh. Are you there? Uh-oh. I'm here. Okay, okay. Oh shit. God. For a second, I was like, God damn it, did this connect this disconnect after that magic? <laughs> uh, okay. So here's our here's the topic that we were actually gonna talk about. Although, I, it's, 
doesn't matter <laughs> now <laughs> because like like I said we were talking about like we we've both worked in customer service and you know have to have had to deal with customers you know through through our work careers and stuff but um uh, uh this is a thing that I saw and um you know it's on a website called cracks.com and anybody who has ever looked through cracks it's actually a pretty interesting site but this is a thing um this this topic and this is why I wanted to talk to you about because I know that you can relate to a lot of this shit and it's called 31 customer types that you cannot escape on the job oh god <laughs> okay. It says everyone expects to work everyone expects work to teach them important skills and life lessons. What they don't expect are the weird things they also learn, most notably about other human beings. You know? And so it has a list of 31 different 31 customers that you may run into at any given time. <clears throat> and this goes through a wide array of things of different um uh, different professions so we may not be able to relate to all of them but I'm sure the ones that we can relate to we probably have a story about them sound good sounds good to me all right the first one every woman who has ever worked at a call center will recognize the customer who thinks because you are female that they are now calling a phone sex hotline <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you gotten that one? <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna the pharmacy. Like you pick up the phone, you got to pick up the phone, and you got to answer calls. You know, even though things are automated, they still can get directed. You know, redirected straight to the pharmacy to speak to someone. And like at times, especially with the you know the male customers, because you know I'm like this five foot little thing. I'm like you know. Back then, I was a teenager, well, not teen, but like 18. I worked, I think, from 18 to about 26-ish, okay. the pharmacy. Um, and back then, you know, I was, you know, a lot thinner, a little bit more youthful looking, you know, kind of had more pep in my step now. My brother's drained it all out of me, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now my spirit's got, broken. <laughs> <laughs> when the calls got redirected and, and, you know, certain customers had crushes on me and stuff, you know, I'd pick up the phone and they would be like, oh, well, hello, miss. And I'd be like, <laughs> how hello, are you? nurse. <laughs> like you know and, and there's a difference between going like between a customer being like oh hello and, and then you get the males that are like well hello there like I'm like I want to punch you in your fucking jaw like, <laughs> <laughs> like and then everything they say like you can tell they're putting on a different voice well um, <clears throat> I just call in to you know refill my meds miss I'm like Dude, just give me your fucking RX number. 
I ain't got time to fucking play. I got like 700 prescriptions to fill today. Shut the fuck up and give me your RX number. <laughs> I don't have, I don't, I see, I don't have anything like that. Um, well, I have something maybe similar to that, but it was never uh, on the phone. Um, I worked at a convenience store for a little while. And uh, I used to work the graveyard. And then at one point I started working uh, afternoon to evening. But I used to have, especially in the graveyard, I would have, because where I live, I live near a college campus. And so around 1.30, when the bars let out, the bars let out around 1.30 here because they close at 2. And they, so the ones that still want to drink, you know, they're going to show up over at the convenience store, go get a, go get a cheap pack of fucking Natty Lights or whatever. And there would be times where uh, girls would come in. Okay, nobody hits on me. I'm not fucking stupid. But you'd have one that's like, hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. <laughs> like... I was wondering. No, you're not getting a fucking discount. Your total is twelve seventy-six. Thank you. Have a nice night. Try not to kill anybody while you're drunk driving tonight. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's about as that's about as close as it would ever get to me. Well, if if we're talking about in person and not just over the phone, man, the customers at the pharmacy I worked at. I had a, a customer one time, a married man, okay, a married man would come in and he had the biggest crush on me. And remember, at the time, I was like in my early 20s most of my time working there. Right. And he would come in faithfully every day, even if he didn't have a prescription, he would come in just to say hi to me. And he was in his like early 40s. <laughs> and I do not, like, I might not have my biological dad around, but I don't have daddy issues like that. 100%. I do not chase older men. Not my thing. Never been, never will be. I don't care. Older men, like, I, I don't know. I know that's like a, a hypothetical, or not hypothetical, but like, you know, a stereotypical thing, like girls with no dad, have daddy issues that's bullshit like, well well not just that but i mean like you're not looking for the sugar daddy and then, yeah so like he would come in and he was like mid 40s maybe even early 50s nice guy i'm not gonna take that from him he'd say hi to everyone and but like he was fascinated with me and he kept he would like sit and, and be lunchtime busy as fuck like everyone coming in on their lunch break or, or like you know on their way home from like, you know, maybe doing overtime from from like third shift into the first, you know, finally getting home and getting their errands done and shit. Like people, you know, um, head into to second shift, but leaving early to get some stuff done before second shift, like all this craziness. And it would right. be prime time. And he would be sitting there like batting his eyes at me. And I would be like, can you leave me the fuck alone? <laughs> and I remember, Valentine's Day came around and he bought me a dozen roses. <laughs> and I was with somebody. 
So this man came and he bought me a dozen roses. Mind you, he was married. And he said, I just bought these for you. And he bought me these dozen. And I was like, dude, I told him no thank you and I gave it back. He said, look, even if you don't want to do something with me, he said, I want you to have them because he said, I appreciate your, your friendship because I was nice to him. That's my job. I joked with him. I was nice with him. And, and that's probably where he had me fucked up at because he probably thought he could take that elsewhere. And he was like, and, and take these flowers anyway, because you do a lot for me with my medicine and you help me out. Plus you're pretty and I appreciate a pretty woman to look at. And I was like, bro, I don't want this shit. Like he got to the point where like, I was scared that if I was outside by myself, I wasn't going to be found. <laughs> like, Probably. That's, that's a real weird creep factor. I got the flu one time at work and they sent me home. And he was there when they were sending me home. And he was like, I'll give you a ride home. I was like, oh, hell no. He's like, you can get in the back of my van. I was like, oh, hell no. Get in the back of my van. Like, he was like, you can get in the back of my van. I was like, I ain't never heard these words before. And guess what? I ain't getting in the back of no motherfucker's van. <laughs> get in the back of my van. Don't worry, honey. If, if you're getting tired, I put a futon mattress there over in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the painted windows where where you know nobody can see your screams for help. <laughs> and I said to him, like I said, I have family coming to get me, and I was real sick. Like I was, I had threw up in the bathroom. They were like, you gotta go. You can't be around medicine and customers being this sick. And I was, you could tell, like I, I get real, real, like flushed looking, and my eyes look right. real sick. And I was like so sick, and he was just like, "Let me take you home." And I was like, mm -mm, "No, <laughs> I might be sick and stupid, but I ain't that stupid." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was man. just, he just every time, like even now, uh, I left right after my brother had passed in 2011, um, about, about a couple, probably almost a year after he passed, to be honest. Um, and even now, like, the pharmacy still calls for me to come back. <laughs> and, and they'll they keep telling me, oh, I'll pay you, got, you know, anything, anything you want. Just come back. We, we want you to come back. And uh, he still asks about me. Oh, my like, God. My, my old boss was like, yo, that man, like, comes in and still goes, that, that girl that used to work here and I get the flowers to you know, where'd she go? Like, don't, I said, don't, act like I fucking died. Just, <laughs> don't tell that man shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, all right, let's get on to, I'm not going to name off all of these. Uh, anyone who's interested in them, go to crack.com and you could look at, uh, look through them and see if you can relate. So I'm not going to go through all of them. But I'm going to go through ones that I think that you and I can definitely kind of relate to. Even if we've never encountered the customer as, you know, as per se, but maybe we know, you know, or we know, at least know people that have done this or have seen people that have done this. If, you, okay. if you've worked in retail, then you've encountered people who changed their minds about buying perishable products, but couldn't be bothered to put them back in a refrigerated area. Like someone buys yep. a like buys a pound of meat 
they, they don't buy the pound of meat. They get a pound of meat. They put it in the grocery cart. They're walking around and they get around the shoe aisle and then they just say, ah, you know what? I don't need this after all. And they leave it there over on the fucking shoe rack and then walk off over along their day. So this stuff is, so this meat is now going to go room temperature, gain flies, get maggots, and the next thing you know, fucking health code's coming. Have a pound of meat with a size 10. Yeah. <laughs> I have run into shit like that. Um, I was once, uh, because uh, for people who don't, I work overnight, I work on the remod team. That's what we're called, is because it's, it's, it's remodification. That's what it stands for, or remodular. And, um, uh, it's and there was one time that uh, I was having to uh, uh, we were resetting features over in the hardware section around fixtures and lights and things like that and we came across we were taking some stuff off this off this shelf and that's when we came across um, it was a bag of uh, vein shrimp and this bag has been there for a while. And, and it was like, we saw that, it was like, what the fuck? Because we had to pull items off of the shelf in order to reset the shelves, in order to to, to put in the, the new products and stuff. So this motherfucker went through, walked around with this frozen bag of shrimp, decided, nah, not for me. And then instead of putting them back, because he under like he was consciously understanding I'm an asshole for putting this somewhere where it's not going to stay frozen. Uh, I know what I'll do. I'll put it behind all of these extension cords. And now, okay, I, I, my conscience is is free now. And he went back along his day. And then I don't know how long that bag has been. We didn't bother looking at the expiration date. But as soon as we touched the bag like everything that was in it almost turned to jelly and i was like god oh. damn it it's like i was like man i hate seafood to begin with but now i want everything in the ocean to fucking die and i want this guy to die with him and like this is fucking disgusting we used to have that issue like even though it's pharmacy with the corporation i worked with they could bring front store products to the back if they were busy, you know, or if people were just kind of rude and shop first and they wanted to be like, oh, you're not busy. Okay, let me bring these 35 items. Um, <laughs> but that was a thing we had too, where like, they would decide like, oh, well, I don't have enough money for this, or this isn't on sale, like it said, or, you know, a misprint, whatever, or they just didn't want to, you know, change their minds all of a sudden. And they would just leave it at the counter so at the end of every day, we had a return basket where we have to take like all the shit that they left, whether it was a cold product or, you know, a freezer product, because believe it or not, even the smaller chains, corporate, you know, corporations and stuff do have freezers on the side. Yeah. Um, but we have to take all this shit. And sometimes the people would like leave it where we couldn't see it on the counter. And by the end of the night, it's like melted. Oh my God. They would just leave it there. So we had to really start paying attention and start going out, you know, say every 45 minutes. Like if, our, if we went to the bathroom, had a lunch break, had a 15 minute break for some of the people that smoke or, or whatever, like we had to go out and, and kind of clean up the pharmacy area 
because people would leave like their own magazines that they wanted to buy and just throw them on the, the chairs and, and like you know a cold soda that would end up being kind of messed up or a popsicle or like bring you know the baby formula that has to be locked up <laughs> that, that the that the you know front store manager came and unlocked for them so they could purchase it while picking up a prescription and they're like all of a sudden oh i don't have enough money for it so i'm gonna leave it here and but it's like that shit gotta get locked up so now you know we always had that problem and at the end of the night every shift we have to go you know and put it all back unless it's like a frozen product then it has to go right back but if we're not if we're busy and we're not seeing it you know then it's we're fucked we're with the loss of, pro- of production really like products and stuff i hate that shit. <laughs> yeah. i think mean, anybody who's ever worked and had to do that shit hates that shit. And like, man, you, you had the fucking effort to get the fucking thing off the shelf or get it out of the goddamn cooler or the freezer. Fucking put the same fu- kind of effort to put it back. You know? Don't be a dick. Don't be don't be a dick in some don't be a dick in your own asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another one. And uh, have you ever worked fast food? For like a week. <laughs> that's all you could last. And, that's all you could last, and then you're like, you know what? I got a bad case of the fuckets. <laughs> well, I just—it wasn't for me. I was like maybe 15 at the time, oh, and okay. I was just—I like, oh, can't do it. But I worked there for a week. <laughs> Anyone who has worked in fast food has met people who waited in a long line but didn't know what to order when their turn came. <laughs> Why the confusion? It's a fast food place, not a gourmet restaurant with a Michelin star. (laughs) You know what? That guy, that person, I hate being behind that person. You know, and I've been and I've been on both sides of the counter. I've worked fast food and, you know, and I've ordered fast food just like anybody else but no that guy that person is the is the motherfucker that you can't stand because he's been in a long line he's been he's been looking at the menu it's been the same goddamn menu at mcdonald's for decades you know every once in a while they'll add one new thing but you knew what they had like i knew what i wanted before i got out of the fucking driveway and it's <laughs> And this guy's looking at it, and he's looking at me, I'll have, um, uh, man, you know, what sounds good? What sounds good is you getting the fuck out of the line. (laughs) I don't know know why people fucking do that. Like, figure out what you want. It's not the hard, like they said, you know, it's not a complicated menu. The, the... I will also add the person that that uh, that wants their food cooked a certain way. Can I have uh, this burger? And can you make it well done, but not too well done? I kind of want it a little pink in the middle. And um, can you put that on a gluten-free <laughs> wheat bun? Uh, and uh, do you have? Is it? Is this real cheese or do you use processed cheese? Okay, well then I don't want the processed cheese. And do you have the mayonnaise sauce that you used? 
Is it made from Hellman's or Heinz? Because I don't like Heinz. I only like Hellman's mayonnaise. And the bacon that you use is that is are those from from range from free range hogs that you get your bacon from? It's like, bitch, it's a fucking Whataburger. <laughs> no offense, but when it comes to fast food, you're lucky you get everything you fucking ordered. Exactly. It's like <laughs> like like lady. Like, lady, like, half of the people that I'm working with are fucking stoned. And they're, they, they, they're barely paying attention. You are ordering food from the lowest fucking bidder, okay? So, you know, keep it simple, stupid. That's it. She's getting a small fry, not the large she ordered. <laughs> okay, here's one that I know my brother can relate to. Um... Because my brother works as a dishwasher. He works at a dish as a dishwasher at, a, at an Italian restaurant. And he's been there for years. And he has said this so many times, how much this bugs the fucking shit out of him. In the restaurant industry, there are some customers who have no concept of time or business hours. And they show up within minutes of closing time and expect food and service, and they want it now. And... Like, my brother has bitched about this so many times. Because he's like, man, I'm just washing up. We're getting, you know, the kitchen is closing up. Everybody's cleaning up back there. And then, like, a family of four shows up. (laughs) And it's like 10 minutes till. And the restaurant owners, they're not going to shut them out. They're not going to tell them, like, no, I'm sorry. We got 10 more minutes. We're going to, well, I mean, you have 10 more minutes. I mean, you can't, you can't cook, I mean, if you're, if you're in business for 10 more minutes, then you have our business for 10 more minutes. And it's like, no, they don't have your business for 10 more minutes. They now have your business for about 40 more minutes. Cause you're going to sit there, you're going to chit chat, you're going to order an appetizer, which is going to take that 10 minutes. And then after your appetizer, you're going to order your main fucking entree. That's going to take another 20 minutes. And then after you get done eating your fucking food, you're going to sit there and you're going to chit chat and talk and talk and talk and talk and visit and shit. Meanwhile, the rest of the staff is ready to fucking murder you and turn you guys into the next fucking meat of the fucking day. I personally have experienced that with the pharmacy. Like, we used to close at 10 on weeknights, Monday through Friday. And it would be like 9.50 fucking 8. And a woman would come in to fill prescriptions and want to wait. Wait time is 15 minutes. <laughs> just, filling the, just, just writing the prescription takes like five minutes in itself. And we would have the, the pharmacy all like, you know, fucking set, ready to go to lock up. And, you know, it closes at 10, meaning like no more service. Whoever's in there, you know, and depending on the boss at the time, we had a boss who would start counting down at 9.50 and be like, y'all got to be out of here because I got a kid to go home to. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but we had a manager who, if someone came in to fill a prescription, she'd make us fill it. So like, we'd be getting out of there by like 10.30 and, and our store manager would be fucking pissed. And it's like, we close at 10, meaning if someone sees we're open, they'll still come in, meaning we have to serve other people besides this dumbass here. Yeah, exactly. So 
like we had to do it literally where like we couldn't fill prescriptions you know as in type them up we couldn't you know fill them like 955 was like a cutoff for us like we we had to you know but i've had that and then they would come in they'd be like it says you're open till 10 that means i can no that means we close at 10. meaning if you come in at 958 and it's a 15 minute wait between the typing and the filling guess and, what and you just missed your fucking window yeah like you miss you missed the opportunity and come back tomorrow yeah you should have shown up at 944 motherfucker <laughs> and they get real fucking mad they're like oh this farm is a piece of shit you guys ain't shit I, like i'm not the one that i mean and some of the prescriptions would be like simple shit it, it would be like just uh you know a tylenol bitch go to the tylenol aisle and get the tylenol <laughs> <laughs> No, I have to have this prescription Tylenol. It's a special thing. My doctor prescribed me. Well, your doctor's fucking retarded. Because we have a whole aisle dedicated to that shit. And that's exactly it. So, I mean, I, I definitely understand that one. Okay, here's one. This is another one. And uh, I have, like... Okay, folks, I have worked a lot of jobs. The very first job that I ever had, when I turned 16... I didn't have a 16th birthday party. I didn't have a 16th birthday kind of party or anything like that. My dad took me all around town and made me fill out applications. It was like, <laughs> it's time for you to earn, motherfucker. And so when I was 16, like, that's what I did. And my very first job was answering phones at a Little Caesars near my house. And so I would, uh, it, you know, and at that time, like I'm getting ready to date myself pretty bad, but at that time, minimum wage was 4.25. So for 4.25 an hour, I'm answering phones. Thank you for calling Little Caesars that second in Santa Fe. This is Mike. What can I do for you? You know, how can I take your order? You know, and this is in the days before the hot and ready shit. So people would give orders and stuff. But I've worked in a lot of jobs. I worked at, at Little Caesars. I worked as a delivery driver for Papa John's. I worked at a Whataburger for a little while. I've worked as a cashier. I've, I've done a lot. I've done all kinds of sorts of jobs. But this is one. Uh, I worked at a Whataburger at one point. And for those who are not in the region, Whataburger is fucking delicious. And it's absolutely fattening. And every customer knows that. They're not coming in to eat healthy. They're coming in to eat fucking flavor. But Whataburger is fucking expensive to begin with. And here's the statement that they have on this. When you sell food, there's always that one person who places a huge, intricate order without looking at the prices on the menu and is totally shocked and often angry when they are given their expensive total as though it's some big surprise. I can't tell you how many times I've had to deal with that shit. And it started turning into, like, I worked at Whataburger twice in my life. One when I was about 17 years old. And then I worked at another one when I, like, when I was about, uh, about a year ago. When I was about 40, 41. And it was, I was just trying to get some, I was just trying to start making some extra money. And it was within walking distance, so I was doing that. So, but I would mostly work on the drive-thru. And now when I was 17, I didn't know how to handle that shit. 
Because I'd be at the counters like, hey, welcome to Waterbury. This is my look at my fucking orange fucking shirt and my stupid hat. What do you want? You know? And uh, they're like, yeah, uh, you know, they and they put this order and it'd be like, you know, it's, you know, uh, okay, your total comes to $17.32. God damn! You gotta charge that much for just, man, I just want one burger, fries, this and this and this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, that's what. That's what the price says over on the register. Jesus Christ. Y'all just proud of your shit. And I'm thinking, I'm not proud of a fucking thing. I'm 17 years old, and I'm making $5 an hour. (laughs) There is no pride in my soul right now, man. I'm wearing a paper hat, and I'm serving you fucking onion rings. (laughs) But when I got got older, now that, that when I get, like, turned 40 to 41... It became a game to me, and uh, and Ashley knew me when when I was working there, and I used to send her pictures and videos of shit that I was doing because I did not give two fucks about this job <laughs> whatsoever. I didn't care one shit about this job, and Ashley also knows that when I was when I was working there, you know, when I'm older. Uh, she knew how much I hated the job because I would walk 20 minutes to go to this job and then they'd tell me, oh, you know what, we're overstaffed and our labor's way too high, so uh, you can go ahead and take off for the day. I was like, motherfucker, I just walked 20 minutes in the fucking hu- in the heat, in the summer fucking heat, and you're sending my fat ass home in the heat again, and I'm not even getting paid? <laughs> So when I worked there, the second time around, I'm working in the drive-thru, and I used to fuck with people, because it'd be like, I think we're stopping over at Whataburger, this Mike, how can I help you today? Yeah, uh, uh, I'd like to get, uh, your Whataburger, you want cheese on that? Yeah, I want cheese on that, yeah, I'll take cheese on that, alright, man, it sounds, sounds good. Uh, Waterburger with cheese. Uh, would you like bacon on that? Oh, you know what? I ha- I would like bacon on that. All right. Do you want two strips or three? Oh, is there a price difference here? Yeah, there's a price difference, but come on, man. Three strips of bacon. How can you go wrong? All right. You kind of talked me into it. I'll take three strips of bacon. All right, man. Hey, do you like spices? We have jalapenos. Ooh, I like jalapenos. We can do it grilled. Oh, wow, you can do that grilled? And I said, yeah, you want some grilled jalapenos on that? You know what? Yeah, yeah, I think I will have grilled jalapenos on it. All right, so I got a Whataburger with cheese with three strips of bacon and jalapenos. Uh, You know what? You sound like you got a hearty appetite. Yeah, I kind of like this kind of, I like this kind of food. Do you want a double? We can get you a double. Double meat, double cheese. Ooh. You know what? I could eat a double meat, double cheese. Well, if you could eat a double meat, double cheese, would you like a triple? Because we make triple meat, triple cheese. Do you guys really do that? Uh, We sure do. Triple meat, triple cheese with bacon, grilled jalapenos. How can you go wrong? All right, you talked me into it. I want that. I said, all right, man. You you want any sides? Um, uh, Are your onion rings fresh? Yeah, our onion rings are handmade every day. I'll take an order of onion rings. Okay. Uh, what size do you want? Ah, oh, just a regular. Just a regular? Are you sure? And see, you don't want a large? Because, I mean, once you have a regular, you're going to want the large. 
All right, I'll have a large onion ring. Oh, all right. Okay, what else can I get for you? You want anything to drink? Yeah. Um, what would you, what, what do you think? And I said, well, we have, uh, I said, you know, you could always, if, if you're going to, if you're going to get a drink, you may as well get a dessert for your drink. So, uh, you know, we've got these, we've got these, these 44 ounce large chocolate shakes. They're great. We can even put some caramel into them. Oh my God, I would love that. And I said, oh, oh, all right. So I got a triple meat, triple cheese, water burger with three strips of bacon, grilled jalapenos, a large order of onion rings, and a large chocolate shake with caramel. And how about a small Diet Coke? Because I know you're trying to watch your figure. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go ahead and watch it down with the Diet Coke. Okay, small Diet Coke. Anything else for you today? No, I think that's going to be it. What's my total? Total's 32.17. Pull on up to the window, fat ass. <laughs> We're like, 32.17? Yeah! That's what you get. That's a kingly meal for a kingly cost. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it, it, I mean, like, that's how Whataburger is. I mean, you know, you, I mean, like, um, you know, like, Ash and I have talked about Taco Bell. And here in Oklahoma, $20, like, Ashley lives in Philadelphia, so I don't know what the difference in cost is uh, of there compared to here, but if you try to spend $20 over at Taco Bell, you will make, you will wreck a fucking cook's day with $20. Like, if you spend 30, if you lay down a 50, you will see the kitchen staff fucking quit on site. You know, but if you work at Whataburger, $50 order is nothing because $50 feeds a couple. <laughs> like, like it gets expensive there and it gets expensive fast. Like we're like the, we're like the plumbers of fast food. <laughs> Taco Bell's, I mean, I don't know. I don't really eat fast food like that, but Taco Bell here, the boxes, depending on which ones, I think are like five bucks here. Right. Uh, like, I guess the, what well, I don't even know what they're called anymore, like the personal boxes. Yeah, the five dollar box. Yeah, and then the taco boxes go from anywhere nowadays from like 12 bucks to 17. Okay, well, that sounds about right here, too. Um, well, I mean, like, if you if you, if you know you're going to go on a budget, that's one thing. But if you're just going to go ahead and freelance that shit... <laughs> I'll tell you this. You can't do that freelance shit over at Whataburger. Because we do have, you know, we do have meal combos. You know, like any other fast food place, we've got a, we got a meal combo. But because you can add so much shit to that meal combo, even if it says like water burger meal, it comes with water burger, regular fry, medium drink, six thirty nine. It's like you're not paying six thirty nine because you're gonna add shit to that, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna upgrade the size of your drink and your fries. You're gonna add cheese. You're gonna add this shit. Oh uh, yeah, six thirty nine. Uh, like in terms of like auto sales, six thirty nine is the manufacturer's suggested real retail price. 
you're you're gonna be paying eleven fifty, sir. But you enjoy that meal. Well, that's like uh, Five Guys. Five Guys is expensive as oh, shit. Oh shit! Yeah, we got Five Guys here too. And it, and it's good food. I mean, it's nothing to write home to, but like, it, I mean, it's decent food. But like it's expensive as shit. Like for two people, you're probably looking at like thirty bucks. Yep. Yep, that sounds about right. It's not All my right. first pick of choice, but Oh yeah. Yeah, I haven't eaten there too often because it's so expensive. Like like I mean I I, I mean I don't really even eat Whataburger just because it's so expensive. It's like, oh man, I'm not getting hooked into this fucking raw deal. When I when I went to London for vacation and um, got stuck in the middle of nowhere at one point, the only real food place was Five Guys. Uh, I was like, damn, I'm hungry, and I spent money and for like two meals and a side of I think it was onion rings. It was like sixty dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> and that was in London. <laughs> they were like, we're gonna get these stupid ass Americans. <laughs> like, hey, Gordon, Gordon. Yeah, Dave, look at this. Another yank. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get her pasty ass. <laughs> Welcome to Five Guys, love. What can I get you? My money back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna skip this one. Skip this one. Oh, okay. This is one that I know that you and I can relate to. Every so often in customer service, you have to deal with the bragger. That one person who always makes a big deal about how their family is wealthy or how they are distantly related to someone famous or anything like that and treats the staff like worthless peasants as a result. Oh my God. We deal with that over, uh, I can't say where I work, uh, but... I I really feel for the customer service people over there because they have to deal with shit like that all the time. Like, do you know who I'm related to? Motherfucker, I don't care who you're related to. You're trying to get a refund on a couch that we've never sold. <laughs> that was that was a, a couple customers at at the corporation I worked at was like and it was a, a couple of them because the, the place that I, I worked at was in a, a more rich area. So, you know, compared to Philadelphia, because I was in the, the suburbs working. So, mm-hmm. of course, you, you had that pool of, do you even know what connections I have? Do you realize if you don't give me my medicine right now, <laughs> what kind of calls I'm going to make? And of course, like, they're all flipping out, and I'm like, okay, well, you can't have this fucking Xanax right now, you crazy fucking bitch. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it's like, do you even realize 
that the mayor is is like a, a cousin twice removed. Like, I don't give a fuck who the mayor is to you. Like, do you even realize what doctor wrote that for me? He's like my brother-in-law. I'm like, okay, and by legal stance, he's not supposed to be writing you prescriptions. I could tear this whole bitch up and then you'll be fucked. <laughs> um, when I first worked in retail, I got, I, I, I technically got coached, but they waived it off my, off my employee record because, um, I, I, I was returning, to, uh, well, I wasn't returning stuff, but I was going to get returns from customer service because, like, just like over at the pharmacy that you worked at, you know, sometimes you, you, you have like a basket of returns, you got to go put that shit back on the shelf. Well, I was working over in electronics, so I was getting our returns so I can take them back to electronics, reshelf them and all that shit. And this woman was giving the, uh, and, and the girl, like, and the only reason this woman was berating this girl was because the girl was so young. Because she was probably about 20 or 21 years old. And when you're young, and I know because I've done the same thing, I've, I've been in the same position. When you're young, you don't know how to handle that kind of shit. You know, there's, you know, because if, especially if it's a job that you're trying to hold on to, you don't want, you don't want to run the risk of getting fired. Which by the way, anybody that's young, if you're working a job, there's a good chance you won't get fired because in the line of work, if you know how to explain what's going on to the manager, the manager, if they're good, they'll take your fucking side because in the world of customer service, the universal language is not the fucking phrase, the customer's always right. The universal phrase is sometimes the customer's a fucking asshole and should be treated as such. And this woman was berating this this girl because she wanted to return, I think she was returning a DVD player, Blu-ray player, something like that. And she didn't have a receipt. Well, you have to have your receipt because we have to have proof of when you bought it because our store's policy is even if you return it if it's past uh, 14 days since the time you paid for it you're not getting a refund because you could have done anything within that 14 days to this fucking product that could be your fault and so so you've got 14 days to return it and at day 15 sorry but if it's still not if it's not working t- for you on day 15, you've you've got yourself a new doorstop. I'm sorry. You got an $80 doorstop. Congratulations. Have a nice day. And this woman started berating it like, "Well, I don't have my receipt." Well, ma'am, I'm not allowed to uh, issue any kind of refund unless I have a receipt, you know, because it shows that you pay for it here at this store. Well, why can't I get it from over at this store? What does it matter? Do you know? And she goes, do you know who I represent? I am, uh, how did she say it? She said, uh, I am a personal assistant to, uh, (laughs) it's like, 
this it's a city worker like a, a councilwoman uh, I'm a personal assistant to so and so who is a councilwoman on your in your district and I will let her know about the crap that I'm being put through right now and I looked at her and I said I said you're a personal assistant and she goes yes I am and I said so what you're really saying is that you're just an over uh, an over exemplified overpaid secretary and she goes, "What did you say?" And I said, "You're just an overexemplified, overpaid secretary. You're a personal assistant, which means you don't do shit except go get coffee, take memos, and and, and go make copies for people and send shit through a fax. And you get paid for it. You don't do anything else except sit at a desk." And she goes, "What is your name?" And I said, "It's on my name tag." She goes, I want to talk to your manager. And I said, well, she's not here today. Well, who's the store manager? I go, you know what? I don't really know. I just started a week ago. <laughs> like, she was, like, getting so fucking heated and red that she, that I finally, finally, the woman never did get a refund, by the way. Because the co-manager came by and was talking to her and says, well, ma'am, you need a receipt. Well, do you know who I am? Ma'am. You don't have a receipt. End of story. Now, if you go find your receipt, come on back, and we'll be able to help you out. But that's our policy. And she goes, forget it. I'll never come here again. And the co-manager goes, you won't be missed. And then they <laughs> pulled me into the office, and she goes, you cannot talk to customers like that. And I said, she's not a customer. And she goes, what? And I go, she's not a customer. She's trying to get her money back. I said, until they make a purchase, they're not a customer. They're just people walking around with shit in their baskets. Now, when they pay for that shit, they're customers. I said, now, if they bring that shit back, they're not customers anymore. They're returners. <laughs> I said, they're refunders. And, like, the co-manager looked at me and was like... I'm supposed to give you a verbal on this. She goes, but I've never heard anybody explain it like that. And I go, well, I'm an adult. And I've been through enough crap in my life that people like that need to be talked down to. And she goes, well, you're right. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Talk yourself out of a written warning. <laughs> And you know what, I've, you know, and you know, I've, I have been in customer service for a long time. I, I, every, every job I've had has pretty much been customer service from being a cashier. I used to be a check cashier. Every, I've had to deal with customers my entire life. And after a while you have to, under, like for all the people that are getting into these jobs and stuff, for the people that have never worked a job in customer service, you owe it to yourself to be in customer service. So that way it'll keep you from acting like a fucking asshole. Because, you know, you're not always right. And you need to understand that. But oh, it definitely humbles you. Oh yeah, yeah it does. Because, I mean, 
I've never worked in a re- I've worked in fast food, but I've never worked in an actual sit down, you know, here's a waiter kind of restaurant. But I'll tell you, I've never ever badmouthed a waiter. Even if they weren't doing their job well enough, you know, I'd let it kind of show over in the tip. But I I'll never badmouth a waiter or a waitress because I can guarantee you they've had some of the shittiest fucking people that they've had, and they can't do anything except, well, thank you, sir. Well, you have a nice day. Well, this steak isn't right. You know, you have to, I'm sure they, everybody that's ever had to work in customer service has had the worst fucking customer ever and has a story about it. That's exactly why I'm not a waitress, because I don't (laughs) want to pull someone's ass and get fired. See, I kind of wish that you would become a waitress because I got to hear the stories. I'd be, I'd be putting you on this podcast on a daily fucking basis. I was like, we got another one, folks. Here's Ashley. Let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have patience for that. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Let me find another one. Oh, I think you'll like this one. Every grocery clerk has dealt with the vague request. And it's got a picture of this woman, and here's the like the the little uh, the voice block on her. It says, um, "Well, it's kind of like a taco, but it isn't, and it has sort of a blackish white color with a taste that's spicy but cold at the same time. Oh, and it comes in a can, and you eat it. Do you sell that here?" Oh, relatable. <laughs> that would be customers coming up to the pharmacy to be like, I saw a commercial of a purple and white box that's supposed to help women with hair growth, but it says it comes in chewable too. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's supposed to help in a lot of things. And I tried to check the, like, you know, the aisle out here, but I can't see it. And, and like, you know, we're asking questions like, is it like a, a like a vitamin capsule? Like, like, I don't know. I think it's a vitamin. I think I remember it being like a, a dissolvable. Oh, maybe it was a capsule. Maybe it was an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> like, way different. Like, way different. Like, you know, my, my boss would be like, are you trying to help with, like, menopause? Or are you trying to, like, help with an issue with your eye? Like, two way different things. Oh, menopause. And the, the box was, was purple and white. Yeah, I think it had a little tint of green. It had, like, a little stick <laughs> on the front. And then you'd have to go out and like look at all the boxes and nothing would match and then you end up realizing it's in the fucking eye drop aisle. <laughs> it has nothing to do with menopause or hair growth. You don't even know where the fuck she got hair growth from. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to find this. I think it's a kind of candy. Oh, okay. It, well, we have the. Can- I'll show you the candy. I'll, well, maybe you can help me because it's kind of specific. I think it's a kind of candy, and I saw an advertisement for it, and it it, it had like the the here. Let me let me tell you how the commercial goes. 
it's a, a commercial and um, the guy is riding on a jet ski and he goes through a hoop and uh, he's advertising and it sounded really tasty. Um, but uh, I was just wondering, and I know that you guys, I, I, I think they sell it at everywhere. Like they say that you can buy it just anywhere. Um, uh, oh, 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 I remember Prilosec. <laughs> oh, holy <laughs> shit. That's very different. That is not the fucking candy. <laughs> Oh, and oh my God, here's the one that I was just talking about. Um, anyone who has worked at a returns desk has met the recycler. They spent $40 on an item six months ago and keep coming in every 89 days to exchange it for a new one because it stopped working. Yep. <laughs> oh, here's one. <laughs> oh, God. This is... Oh, this is the one where where Ashley's gonna say, "Oh yeah, I want to punch that guy in the fucking face." Hey, it's the funny guy who thinks he's the first one to ever make the joke. It isn't scanning; it must be free. <laughs> I I must have heard that like fucking like thirty times a day. <laughs> Oh, your your scanners aren't working today, huh? Everything must be free. Oh, oh, you forgot to scan that last one almost. Uh, uh, must be not get it for free today. Oh, 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 you must be having issues with your, your computers today. That means we must get our prescriptions for free. I will nuke all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I once told a woman, like, we were, uh, when I was working over in electronics, I was trying to scan this woman's movie, and just, the, like, the barcode wasn't working. And so I was getting ready to go get another copy of it, and she goes, oh, if it's not scanning, I guess I get it for free. And I said, oh, no, if it's not scanning, and because you said that dumb joke, now I get to charge you triple. <laughs> and she just got quite, she took it seriously, because she goes, oh, well, I mean, I, I, I was just joking. I know, ma'am, but I'm not. And I just got this stone face, and she goes, "Since when is that your policy?" I said, "That's been our policy ever since ever since we came to be a business, ma'am." I said, "You've never heard that?" And she goes, "Well, no, but like I go, ever since we had scanners installed into our registers, we decided to have this policy after a few months that if you have to tell that kind of joke, we get to charge you triple." So your total is going to be sixty-two ninety-four. <laughs> she just looked at me and I said, and she goes, "Well, well, can you take a check?" And I said, "Cash only on this register." And she goes, uh, "I, I don't have it." And I said, "I'm just kidding." And she goes, "Well, why would you say that?" And I said, "Well, why would you say such a dumb joke?" And she, goes, <laughs> she just kind of got quiet. And she goes. So it's not scanning, and I go, well, I got the trigger, I got the trigger scanner here. Beep. Okay, your total is twenty-two thirteen. <laughs> like, but like, why? You know, everybody, every ass, every every asshole in their mother has probably thrown that joke at one time or another. It's like this is not new. 
you're not funny. You know? Why don't you tell me some fucking Benny Hayes jokes while you're at it? Hell no. I I can't do that. (laughs) Okay, I've told you this story, but it, it relates to this one. If you've worked in fast food, you know there's always one guy who is too drunk to know what restaurant he's in. Yeah, I told I told Ashley this story, and uh, <laughs> I told Ashley this story, and she and I were rolling for for a good five ten minutes. But this is back when I was working over at Waterburger. I I mainly worked the drive through, but at this one time, I was working the counter, and this girl came in through the front door. Now from the front door to the counter is about a 50-foot walk, or maybe 30. You know, I don't measure shit. But from the front door to my counter was a five-minute adventure for her because she was stumbling, bumbling, bumping into shit, trying to keep her balance, using the tables to kind of keep her upright, everything that she could. And she finally got to the counter, and she slams this food bag down. And she goes... I've got a fucking complaint. I go, okay. I said, what can I do for you? And she goes, I came through the fucking drive-thru. And and she's swearing her speech, and it's absolutely magnificent. She goes, I came through the fucking drive-thru. I ordered a fucking bacon cheeseburger. And I opened my bag, and I was going to eat my burger, and there's no fucking bacon on it. And I'm looking down over at the food bag, and I said, oh, okay, I said, uh, I said, I can't really replace it. And she goes, why not? I said, I, you know, I said, it's kind of difficult for me to try and explain right now. And she goes, oh, I want to talk to your fucking manager. I'm like, all right. So I turn around, and my manager at the time, his name was Jason, and he was working over in the in the cook area. And I go, hey, Jason, and he gets... And Jason, at that on that night, he had a shitty night. You know, he got berated by so many fucking people. And I go, uh, hey, Jason, I, I, I want to make you smile. And he goes, what? And I said, come around here, man. I, I need a manager over here. And he comes around, and he goes, yes. And I go, here you go, ma'am. I said, this is the manager. Go right ahead. And she goes, this fat motherfucker. And I'm like... Why am I in trouble now? (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, this fat motherfucker won't give me bacon over on my fucking cheeseburger. And he told me it's too fucking complicated for me right now. I'm not stupid. I go to college. I'm getting getting an associate's degree in accounting. And I'm like, wow, fucking heavy hitter, this one, you know? And she goes, I want my money back. And I want a new fucking bacon cheeseburger, and I want fries and a fucking drink. And Jason looks down over at the bag, and he looks over at me, and he goes, this did make me smile. And I said, I knew it. And she goes, what's so fucking funny? And I go, ma'am, I said, I understand. I said, I hate if I, like, order bacon on my food, and I don't get it. It sucks. And she goes, you're fucking right, it sucks. And I go, 
I'm sorry about that. I said, but my dear, this is Whataburger. And she goes, so fucking what? And I said, the bag that you just put down over on my counter is from Wendy's. And she looks down and like, you can see like the look of defeat on her face. And she looks at me and she goes, I am so sorry right now. I said, it's okay. I said, if you want, you can order a bacon cheeseburger and we'll make it for you. And she goes, you wouldn't mind? And I said, well, you still have to pay for it. And she goes, okay. And she like gives me the money. I take her order, give her a change back and all that. We make her food and I hand it to her. And she goes, thank you so much. And I go, it's all right. And she goes, and she looks at the winnings bag. She hands it to me. She goes, do you want this? And I go, no. And she goes, you don't? And I said, why the hell do I want a burger with no fucking bacon on it? <laughs> Dude, imagine being that fucked up though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been that fucked up in a hot minute, but imagine being that, even when I got fucked up a lot, I still knew where I was eating. But imagine being that fucked up. Hey, you, you can't get Whataburger and Wendy's separated. <laughs> and then you're gonna argue with the cashier, like you really know where you're at. Oh my god. <laughs> like holy shit. <laughs> uh, so okay, so here's a I've got a couple more that I'll do to you. I mean, we've been talking for an hour for just over an hour and a half. So, uh I've got a few more that I'll throw at you and and uh I guess we can end it. Here's one that I think you might be able to relate to. When you work with the public, you meet the scumbags who lie about their service animals. Their animals misbehave, growl at people, and are general pests, but you can't do anything about it without threats of legal action. Oh my god. <laughs> One time we had a lady, and she was an older woman, so I think that's why they didn't make a big deal out of it, but we used to have this older lady who would bring in her fucking chihuahua. <laughs> and she would be like, it's my service dog, it's my service dog. And it had like, you know, service dogs, they wear their service dog tag and shit. And, and is, she walk, no is she walking it or is she carrying it? She's carrying it. <laughs> so she would carry it and, and she would like drop off her prescription and then sit in the seat. And, and she would be like, you know, we had the, the front store manager tell her like, you can't bring the dog in the store. It's my service dog. And, and he would be like, but it has no service dog tags. And she'd be like, no, it's my service dog. It's my service dog. And and next thing you know, like she had a little, a little leash to it, but she would carry it mostly and it would start pissing everywhere. Yeah. So, like, isn't that fucked up? I was like, well, this is my service dog. Well, your service dog just took a shit in the fucking produce section. So your service dog just fucking gave you away. Now clean up your dog shit and get the fuck out of my store. You should be waiting in the pharmacy with this quote unquote service dog and be sitting there and you know, chihuahuas already have that kind of little snippiness to them. And he would be like, kind of like watching everyone and, and a little snippy and pissing on the seat. And I'd be like, oh my God, 
So we knew when she was coming because she came the same day every week. So we hurry up and have her shit ready for her and, and, and like bring her up real quick and get her out before the dog pissed everywhere. God damn. And like service dog my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The bane of every restaurant worker's existence. It's okay if you deliberately make a mess. There are people who get paid to clean it up. Like if you go like to like a fast food restaurant and you go to sit down and eat and you see like see, I know that you don't do this because I know that you're like like just like uh, uh, a clean freak. OC, yeah, you're OCD yeah. on like cleanliness and stuff. But uh, you know you but you see that family. And like the kids are throwing shit, they're spilling their drinks, they're making a mess out of the fucking table, and the family gets up and they just leave all that shit there over at the fucking table. So there's like fucking food everywhere, there's like fucking spilled soda, there's like uh, there's like a, a, a cup of a fucking milkshake and it's already spilled and toppled over and because the ice cream is melting now like the shake is melting it's turning into this pool of sticky fucking foam mustard and ketchup everywhere but you because they've never learned the concept of how to open up a ketchup packet and put it on a napkin <laughs> they used to do that in the, in the pharmacy. They would be waiting with their kids, and their kids would like bring over toys from the toy section, or rip up the magazines, or rip up the ads we had, like you know, for like, cheap medicine or like the flu shot or whatever it fucking was. And they would have their kids like just run amok in the pharmacy, you know, waiting center. And next thing you know, it, there would be like ripped up papers and ripped up magazines and toys on the floor and. And like chapstick all from the counter and then like all sorts of shit, you know, and they would just leave it. And, you know, and, and, and those same people that have those fucking kids, it's like you want to look at them like, excuse me, ma'am, but would you mind picking up your greasy fucking kid off our floor while he's throwing his goddamn tantrum? Have you thought about beating your kid? Because I would turn a blind eye if you could just discipline your child for just two fucking minutes and get the point across that you're not doing this shit anymore. Have you thought about beating them? Damn, you should have swallowed them. <laughs> beating them? Oh my god! You should have swallowed <laughs> That's where that thought process comes from, because sometimes I'd be in the pharmacy and I could hear the kids speaking to their mom or dad, or like, you know, acting up, and I'd be like, damn, that's a kid that, like, you should have just swallowed. <laughs> like, ma'am, I wish I could go back in time and hand you a whiskey bottle and a and a coat hanger and just tell you to figure it out after this, you know? <laughs> Shit. Your kid is the reason I'm fucking pro-choice right now. Just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Some customers like to bombard you with a ton of unnecessary information during peak hours. <laughs> and here's here's the, the, the word cloud on that. I just had coffee this morning, so I don't think I'll be ordering that. Soda looks good, but the weather's really cold today. <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to stop peeing if I had that. Um, it's like, oh my god, I don't care. Uh, I once, when I was working at the check cashing place, I had a customer that talked my ear off. 
for 15 fucking minutes. And it was of nothing related to the business that was transacting right there, during the business transaction. You know, I'm just cashing his check. And I've counted out his money. The, the, The transaction is over. I've even told him, well, thank you very much. I hope you have a very good day. He says, well, thank you. He says, you know... I remember, like, I, I had to go to the bank so many times, and we'd always have to go in. And then, you know, they made the drive-through over for these banks, and so then you just go to the drive-through. It's it's almost like going to a McDonald's, only you're just doing a, a money transaction. I used to love doing that. Of course, then uh, banks started getting corrupt, so I took all my money out of the banks, and that's why I do my business with you guys now. So when I get my Social Security, I come to you guys and get it cashed here. You know, of course, now my Social Security isn't so much because, you know, we got the Democrats in the office. But I guess that's the way things go when you vote for Obama because you just have to care for hope. Speaking of hope, did you ever notice the the, the thing that they did for hope for the, for that Pepsi can? And they had that, that Kylie Jenner girl hanging out over there during a police riot. I mean, what the hell was that commercial all about anyways? Like, you're trying to sell me a Pepsi? Or are you trying to keep the cops from killing a crowd of kids? Just made no sense to me. Speaking of Pepsi, do you remember Crystal Pepsi? Krista, I remember that. I used to drink that stuff by the ton. Why don't they ever bring that back? If they ever brought that back, I'd be drink- I'd be buying that stuff by the ton and hoarding it down over in my basement just in case they get rid of it again. Do you ever notice that, like, whenever fast food places, they come up with a real interesting concept? Like, they don't just, they don't, they, they keep it for just a little while and you get begin to like it and then they take it away? Like McDonald's gets gets ready to celebrate that they're bringing back the McRib for for a limited time. Why do they do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, if I had a fast food restaurant, by the way, I used to have a restaurant. Did you know that? I used to be a restaurateur when I was around your age, and I had I had three diners, and all three diners were just doing fantastic. Of course, then I got married, and I got married to the wrong woman, and she she, she kind of cheated on me. And with more than a few fellas, one of them was a regular customer of my customer of mine, and then I kind of lost my business because you know this is a community state, so I had to take off half of my assets. But at least I got to keep my house. You know how much you know the kind of uh, uh, you know the the kind of stuff that you that your house can get into. Like I used to have termites and stuff. You know what the best way to get rid of termites is best way to get rid of and i'm thinking like why are you still talking (laughs) (laughs) fucking lay down and die (laughs) that's like some of the older folks that i used to to like help with the pharmacy and shit like you know you give them a medication and and they gotta explain how they got to that medication it's like well you know one day i was drinking tea with my old lady friends you know, at the senior citizen, and all of a sudden I felt a, a pain in my ass. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so my daughter came from Georgia all the way to help me, and I went to a doctor's visit, and they couldn't find nothing, so they sent me to a specialist, and they put a camera up my ass, and I'm like, <laughs> 20 minutes later, just sitting there, and they found there might be something up there. So they gave me this medication, and now I gotta go and have my ass cleansed out. I'm just like, bro, what in the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, then it's like, I don't know. 
there. It's just like, you know, I had to get my ass cleansed and, and checked out. You know, I have to go back to my senior citizen time because I miss my bingo with my ladies. And, you know, <laughs> it's completely different, like not even relevant to the medication whatsoever. It's just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Here's one for you, and, and we've actually kind of already covered this one, but if you're a woman who has worked in service, you're encountered the, you have encountered the oblivious sexist. He thinks oh. he's flattering you with comments like, a pretty girl like you should smile more. But, but what he's really saying is, I'm spending money so I, could, so I get to objectify you and tell you how to feel. Man, that was a whole bunch of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you in your pretty lab coat. You should smile more. You come off like you're mean mugging, but those pretty dimples sure shine through in that lab coat. Well, aren't you a pretty brunette? I'm just like, oh, God bless. <laughs> well, you should smile more, Ashley. You know, those dimples in.